the impudence, the audacity, the unmitigated gall of those knuckleheads of liberty podcasters daring to voice opinions outside the mainstream of accepted thought. Listen, if you dare, it's angry, it's funny, it's even sometimes sad, but it's always based on freedom and justice, as you will see. Here's our host, Jason McPhee. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. We are coming to you on March 16, 2022. Obviously, I am not Jason McPhee, unless there was some miraculous transformation that occurred last night. You can always identify as me if you want. Thank you for telling us that. Thank you for telling me that. You know, Jason... Jason has some lame excuse for not hosting the show, but we'll get into that at a, at a future date. <laughs> but seriously, though, we are, a little, we are a little bit over one year into the Biden, into the Biden, and Joe Biden, into Joe Biden's administration. And this man's presidency have, bore, have brought nothing but misery to our great land. The misery index prior to the pandemic which is a combination of the inflation rate and the unemployment rate. The misery index was running about six or so. Now it's about 11 under Joe Biden. So we are in for the long haul. We are in for some real problems with the administration of Joe Biden. So let us get into the topics. Our first topic we are about to deal with is about war. There's a very hot war ongoing between Russia and Ukraine. But there's another war that is going on right here at home. It's a silent one. It's a one that no one speaks about. It's a war. Uh oh, you're freezing up, Leon. Huh? You froze up right when you said it's a war on, and then you held us all in suspense. Oh. <laughs> I, What's the war on? The war is on the First Amendment. Okay. Good. <laughs> that, that's such a war. They shut you off before you can... <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> See, I told yeah. you that there is a war. You, yeah. Now you believe me. Now you believe yeah. me. Yeah, you can't even talk about it. It's, it's so pervasive. Yes. The ladies, the ladies of The View, which is a show, on a daytime show on ABC has now called for the prosecution of Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard because they both have made statements that they find objectionable. And their statements had to do with the situation with Russia about their invasion into Ukraine and about some biolabs statements that they have made. Now, both uh, Mr. Carlson and Ms. Gabbard are being called Russian assets, they've been called propagandists for Russia, they are shrilling for Russia, all these things are now being said. And the ladies of The View are now calling for the prosecution. They are calling for a DOJ, a Department of Justice investigation into these two people, and they are calling for the possible prosecution of Mr. 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 Carson and Ms. Gabbard. So what do you guys think about this war on the First Amendment that is ongoing? Tim, why don't well, we start I'm, off since it involves Tulsi? Yeah, I'm, yeah. 
I'm going to call for the uh, investigation of the view for violations of the First Amendment. I mean, that's a law of the land. How about that? Yes. Uh, why don't the DOJ violate or investigate their, uh, you know, their violations of, of the First Amendment uh, that belongs also, not just to them, but to Tucker Carlson and to Tulsi Gabbard. And if, you know, if, they, if they've got proof or they feel it's, uh, there's enough uh, to back their words up about biological labs in, that are inside Ukraine, and they're worried about that. How is that an asset to, to, to Putin, too? I mean, uh, we, you, got the, you got these potentially dangerous targets that if, if Putin accidentally um, bombs them and the viruses or whatever gets out, it, it could be, you know, it could be an issue. I mean, is how is that? in any way, you know, leader, A, let's call Putin leader A, and uh, we'll call Ukraine victim B so that we can, you know, just play along with the whole game. How's that giving A an, a, a, an advantage in any way over anything at any time? I, I don't get it. But nonetheless, um, they have a right to, to talk about it. You know, if, if somebody comes up with, you know, uh, if their BS meter goes uh, into the red zone then they can they can come up with with uh, evidence to uh to go against them I and mean, that's how we that's how adults play in the playground here not not these view that is that a misnomer the view maybe it ought to be the mask how about that is that a is that a, or maybe the the view about, lost lost their view i don't know how about the dim view I guess I, I, I like guess that. they are implying when they say the view, it is the only view. I guess. The only thing. <laughs> yeah, you better like it or not. I mean, you better we, like it, yes. <laughs> so, Jason, what do you right. think? Well, you know, well, it's Tim, funny. Tim, 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 are you done? Tim, are you done? Uh, yeah, I'm done. Other than uh, Tulsa Gabbard looks good in a white pantsuit. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, Tim. You know, you were asking, you know, how they can, how they can be so. Uh, oh gosh, I can't, can't even remember what the word was now that uh, you were using. But how they can, uh, you know, just, just be so crazed on this, deciding that somebody is an asset, you know. And I, I think for them, if you don't join the, if if you haven't joined in on the, on the, uh, I, I guess the daily two minute hate on Russia for the last what five years now. <laughs> it's like, Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> Everything is, is that, I mean, because they've been calling Tulsi a Russian asset for oh, over yeah. five years now, yes, right? Yes, I mean, yes. that was yeah. the, the, the oh, primaries yeah. before Trump won. So. Yeah. <laughs> or was it before Trump won or, or was it before? No, no it was I, during, I it was during the, um, the primary. It was the Democratic primary um, in 2016 where Hillary Clinton or the campaign, one of them, called um, call Tulsi a, a Russian asset. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't sure which which uh, year that primary was, but regardless, they've been living. Yeah, go, well, go I ahead. just wanted to throw something in here. So T Tulsi served two terms, two, two uh, tours in uh, in uh, Iraq, I believe, yes. and um, you know, so she was in the army. Okay, these people throwing these comments out, including Mr. Mitt Romney, that plastic little poster child. Um, 
that, who, by the way, none of his sons ever served. He never served. He he evaded it all and everything. Tulsi stepped up to the plate after 9-11 and got joined the army. And, and did, you know, like it or not, that's what she did. And uh, so they have still, a lot Tim, of... Tim, she's still in the reserve, by the way, but go ahead. And she is still in the reserve in Hawaii. And still, so, so that takes a lot of nerve to to criticize somebody like that. When you come a, come from a, a place where you, you didn't, didn't do anything and and if anything you avoided it you know and anyway so go ahead jason i didn't mean to well you know it's just you know these people though i mean they they attack whether it's romney or the ladies of the view and it's kind of funny now that uh uh romney is is fit is is i guess sunk to a level where he's fitting right in with the ladies of the view (laughs) but but uh regardless though the, the the idea that they they aren't even accurate in what they're attacking Tulsi about. And I probably yeah. Tucker too. I'm not quite sure exactly what they said Tucker did, but what they said Tulsi did is they, they were claiming that she was spouting uh, Russian talking points about this being a weapons lab. And she never even said that. She literally just said, look, there are these research labs that she didn't bring this up. This was literally testimony in front of Congress uh, that, that that the uh, State Department brought up. And she was commenting on that. So, I mean, my goodness, if we can't even uh, comment on what our government tells us, you know, I mean, it's like this this baloney where people have uh, have just said what Fauci said. And suddenly they're they're. Uh, <clears throat> You know they're they're removed because Fauci has changed his talking points or something else, and so you get you get eliminated from uh, polite society. Uh, but you know what, what's even funnier about this is that their their mania is against Russia, and yet their strategy is exactly the same as Putin. Putin is literally jailing people for using the words war and invasion and he has put people in jail for that and this is exactly what the ladies of the view want to do to anybody who doesn't go along with their view on things you know i I don't know i gotta call a time here because uh it just says scheduled up on my upper left corner as though we are not actually no no, we're we're, we're on it's we're live we're live okay mine says scheduled okay i'm I'm sorry but we are live tim okay but you know, talking about Putin and, and, and thing, there was a woman who um well it was live TV and some somebody in, in one of their studios came on live TV and put up a sign saying no war, no war in Russia. I think it was channel one in Russia. And she well they they, they arrested her and she she's been fined right now. I don't know how much rubles, but they 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 are finding her for for interrupting the um the 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 program with a with a little protest, you know. So so yeah, so Putin is literally shutting people down, and he have shut down some of the independent, um, some of the independent TV stations and news news outlets. He's literally shutting people down, and and this is what the view is calling for here in the United States, where we so, yeah. where we supposed to have a first a, a first amendment. But yeah. you know, this raises a question though. Mm-hmm. This thing has been going on for a while. Cancer culture has been a big part. It's a big part. It's almost becoming a part of our life in the United States. Is there anything that we could do about this? Seriously, is there anything, Jason? Well, I I, I think the the main thing is we have to go back to classical liberal values. We have to look at and look to and respect those values of people like Mills, who said 
look, you know, if, if you don't know the, the other side of the argument, then, then you don't even know your side of the argument. <laughs> you know, that's essentially what he said. I don't remember the exact quote, but, yeah. yes. uh, but that's, that's essentially getting at it. And, and, you know, that's to say that, look, you know, we, none of us are born with the truth we're only going to get there by, uh, you know, having discussions with other serious people who may have different ideas than us. And, and that's the, that's the way, you know, we progress to the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm really not worried too much, Leon. Uh, I don't <laughs> think we, I think it's one of those uh, things that are going to kill themselves out uh, because they just go, go against human nature. They go against, you know, everything that makes us human and, uh, you know, to, to try to squash someone else's opinion. Um, you know, it, it's dictatorial in nature. It's, it's despotic in nature, but that doesn't mean uh, that it, it's got its own ability to keep, you know, bringing people into the fold. It's, it's going to turn people off quicker than, than it's going to bring them in. Indeed, indeed. That's, you know, that's I, a good point. That's a good point. I like that. I like that. I, I would want to push back on that just a little bit, though, and that's that I, I think that the the natural state for most people is to get defensive and want to, you know, essentially shut down the other side instead of really have a conversation with the other side. I think that's the the natural state is to want to defend what you think already. And I, I think we, we have to work hard to try to reach uh, it, you know, uh, what a guy like Mills was shooting for. And that's why he's so extraordinary is because he brought those ideas up when a lot of people hadn't really crystallized those very well before. So, I, yeah, anyways, that's. So, yeah. no, no, okay. no, you're raising, Jason, you're raising a very interesting point here. So let's, let's take, take, take this out a little bit. You are saying that our natural state is to, to try to shut down our, our, whether our intellectual opponents. Yeah, I th I think that's that is the natural state, and I think that's why we're seeing this get so crazy with all the social media. It's people are, you know, they they find people who think alike with them, and then they just want to shut out everybody else who doesn't think like them. And I, I think that really is much more the natural state. I, I think a guy uh, to look at is Jonathan Haidt. He wrote a book called the. Uh, uh, Oh gosh, I can't remember what it was called now. I I, I know the book, but no, I just no, don't remember the, the name right now. But I know the, the, the book righteous mind. That's what he wrote. It was called the yes. righteous mind, and so it was about how uh, to try to uh, come to agreement with people, I guess, and stuff, or or to to you know be able to at least converse with them and stuff, and to to convince people. And and a lot of times, what he was trying to say in that book is that people start off on the defensive, and you really have to have some trust before you can even get them starting to acknowledge your ideas and right now there's like you know it's it's really both sides have this disgust that's pointed at each other and i think one side's earned it a little more than the other I think. <laughs> but, but still it's it, 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 when we're in a situation where both sides just think of the others with just loathing and disgust i think <clears throat> you want to shut them down it's not that you want to say hey well you know tell us about how you want to you know, turn uh, Johnny into a uh, transgender or something at the age of six, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I really am not that interested in listening to that. But I mean, that is part of the issue, right? I mean, we, we have to at least allow them to talk and then, you know, if it's a bad idea, then uh, uh, defeat it with evidence, not just shutting them down, I guess. So, but, but well, uh, if I were to, oh. go ahead, go ahead, Tim, go ahead. If I were to push back on that, uh, push back to the pushback, uh, 
I would just say that I think there's, you know, that you're right and I'm right. We're both right because there's two types of people. There's those that are open to new ideas and always trying to learn. And then there's people that think they know everything already and, and are closed and, and are very closed minded. And uh, so I think there's, I don't know what the percentage is. I have no idea. I don't know if anybody does, but you know, there, it seems to be you're either one type or the other type, you know, you see what I'm saying? And so maybe the person that's open to new ideas is going to want to converse and the, and I tell you, I'm, I'm just as closed about certain things as the next, as, as the most close minded person. I mean, there's certain things you would have take a heap, heap, a, heap, a lot of convincing to convince me to change my mind on certain things. I'll, I'll tell you that, but, but then I'm also open to debating certain things too. And that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Well, Tim, you know, just a real quick rebuttal. I, I, I definitely think there's people like that out there, but the side that currently calls themselves liberal is the side that literally wants to shut everybody down. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and liberal well, they're, they're, in the, yeah. they're in the closed-minded camp. That's that's for sure. So yeah. the rebuttal but, but liberal to the rebuttal... is supposed to be open-minded. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you know. You know, but guys, good guys, I, I think I'm hearing something here that I find quite disturbing. Jason, are you saying that our natural state is some sort of totalitarian state? That's our natural state, because in a totalitarian state is where we want to shut our opponents down, whether intellectual or, 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 or political. We're always trying to shut them down. Are you saying that that is our natural state? I, I think that we have to work to be open-minded. I think it, it takes a lot more work to be open-minded than to be close-minded. And I think that's exactly why we celebrate people like Socrates and Mills and others. It's because they were exceptions and not the rule. Oh, okay. It's good. Good point. Wow. Good point. Well, okay. Okay. Tim, did you have anything to add before we move on? Before we move on? I, I do not want wish to rebut the rebuttal to the rebuttal of my rebuttal's uh, original statement. <laughs> you could, man. If you have something to say, it's okay. Let's go. No, I'm, I'm out of rebuttals. I'm okay. rebuttal. All right. I'm rebuttal dry. <laughs> okay. Uh, on our next topic, uh, we know right now there's a energy crisis ongoing. And here in California, we are feeling it in spades, shall we say. The question is, what caused the energy crisis? Is it lunacy here in Sacramento, or is it lunacy in Moscow that has caused the energy crisis? We are seeing energy prices rising, both oil and gas, um, and gasoline at the pump, and especially electricity prices are rising significantly here in California. So is it this decarbonization push, push by California is causing these problems here in California. This push towards renewables is that what's causing our problems, or is this external <coughs> to us? What do you guys think? Do you want to go, go ahead, Chase? Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> well, I got. It. I went. I went. In, I went first last time, but <clears throat> anyway, I. Uh, I think. I, for one thing, uh, number one, let's 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 get something straight here. Um, uh, inflation is a monetary thing. Uh, 
Friedman was right. It's it's always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon. When we talk about inflation, we're talking about rising prices due to the um, too much money chasing too few goods. Okay, that's because usually not because the goods all is because the money supplies is increased. Okay, so now you've got that the whole supply of money has been increased. The demand is about the same. Just assuming. And then, uh, so so prices rise. This uh, in simple economics. On the other side, when when supply drops of oil, for example, then it's not inflationary. It's just a supply demand issue. It's just a free market thing. That's what's going on when we have a war with Russia and Ukraine, and and we have upsets in the supply of oil. That drives prices up for the for that reason because the supply has gone down. It's not inflation that's going on. It doesn't cause inflation. It causes higher prices in oil, yes, which it seems inflationary, but let's stop this lack of economic knowledge. Inflation comes from too much money out there. And that's what we have in addition. So in the California thing, uh, so we, we've got a, a issue with supply uh, down because of the war with Ukraine and Russia. And we have an issue with supply being down because of the war in California against oil and natural gas, you know? And so all they want is renewables and, and this so-called free energy nonsense. And they, they want to spend billions of that. And so what they're doing is essentially lowering the supply because they have not gone in and in, I don't know, <laughs> How, how they have to how they have to invest in everything but apparently they do so in some ways California has strangled the supply of, of oil and natural gas and in the and that is also increased prices just in California because we can see that it's higher than any other state or most it is. It, is. it is it is so so we're talking so we have three things going on here two of them a supply thing Russia and Sacramento and then the third one is inflationary pressures from the Fed printing so much money right now. Okay. Jason, <laughs> did you have anything you want to add quickly? Well, I, I, I kind of agree with most of it. The only thing I would add too is that, you know, coming off of the lockdowns, we had a bit of a distortion there too, which would, yes. in, in some ways, possibly you'd think it would increase yeah. the supply of oil because there's less people driving and shipping things but on the other hand it also caused production to shut down at the same time because yeah. they were responding to a drop in demand and then it takes time to get that demand or that supply rather back up and especially when you have um sort of these you know lefty administrations that are trying to give the signals to the market to to not produce then you know it's things like you know trying to stymie the the uh Oh gosh, what is it? The uh, the pipeline from Canada. I can't remember the name of it at the moment. Keystone, but, the Keystone pipeline. Yeah, the Keystone. The Keystone. Yeah. And you know, uh, and the idea too with uh, uh, you know putting pauses on some of the permits and and licensing and other things like that that they've done, uh, trying to send the signal uh, that they're they are for uh, greenhouse gas regulation for better or worse. That's a different 
uh, debate for another day. But the bottom line is, is that that's literally what their goal is. And so they want to, you know, reduce fossil fuel consumption. And so they, they're actually trying to send signals to fossil fuel that, hey, we're going to make this tough on you, you know, <laughs> going forward. So that's, yeah. uh, you know, and so you're going to have people that are less likely to want to get into that if they see all this crazy government action that they can't predict. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you know, put, you, you know, brought this, up, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Tim, go ahead. Uh, hold that thought. You brought up the fourth leg of, of the stool. And uh, so I, I mentioned three of them. And now you brought up that fourth one. All this pent up demand from being locked down for all this time. Now, here we are going into the springtime and summer. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, a lot of the, the pandemic pressure is kind of dwindling away slowly. And so all this demand is coming out. So in addition to everything else with supply and inflation, you also have a demand shock. So that's that's another good point. Good point. All these things will bring prices up. When you have higher demand, your price is going to go up. Good all point. things being equal. Okay, okay, guys, we we, wow. let, we have to go to our knuckleheads noise patrol. Tim, we'll we'll we hold that good guys with gun maybe for the next for the next show. Jason, why don't you take us um, with knucklehead noise patrol? Okay. Well, uh, this takes us right back to the Ukraine. And uh, one of the, the I, I guess she's, she just can't help but show us she's a knucklehead every time she talks. Maybe she's auditioning for The View. I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, every time Kamala Harris has a, uh, a, some kind of a press briefing, she winds up just saying the most ridiculous nonsense to no matter who it is, whether it's on the world stage or it's in front of a radio station. And in this case, it was a, a radio station where they were asking her, uh, the, let's see, this is called The Morning Hustle was the radio show. Uh, and this is about a week and a half ago or something, I think it was. And she was being asked uh, in layman's terms uh, for people who don't understand what's going on, uh, can, can she explain what's happening there in Ukraine? And so her answer to that uh, was, so Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically, that's wrong. And it goes against everything that we stand for. And that's Kamala Harris. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine that. Well, I mean, this children one... behave yourself when you go to recess, okay? <laughs> but this this is not a one-off, though. This is not, I mean, I, she literally, every press conference, she seemed to, she was saying something babbling on the other day about uh, somehow defending the eastern, no, the northern flank, no, the eastern flank. And, and it just was such a word salad. You had no idea what she was saying. And then she, in another one, she was saying that we're, we're defending, uh, by, by standing with Ukraine, we're defending NATO. I, I can't remember the exact word she yes. used. But, and but on that, it, on no, NATO allies, on NATO yeah, allies. Yeah, yes. Ukraine isn't in NATO. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. This is a very, this is probably the issue why Putin is invading the place. And that, and there she is trying to make it sound like Ukraine is a part of NATO when it's not. Yeah. This woman, this woman is so ridiculous, it's unbelievable. You, you don't know, you don't know what, and recently she was having a press conference with um with um with the president of, of, of Poland and they asked her a question and 
like she was so confused she was looking across to the the president to try to help her to answer the question i mean this woman is the vice president of the united states what the hell is she doing it is just sickening <laughs> well you know she 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 just started laughing hysterically yeah. and they're talking about migrants uh who are fleeing for their lives <laughs> yes <laughs> and, and the way she uh segues into that is just this uh very out of place long laugh that nobody can quite understand why she's laughing <laughs> of course yes and you know she was she was always she was supposed to be finding out, out the root causes of, of of migration i guess she found that now so that's why she's in europe lighting up the place with her with her wonderful articulations but anyway, guys, we have come to the end of our show. Thanks a lot for participating and stay free and see you next time. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness always and forever. Thank you for listening to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. Find us on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube, your favorite podcast network, and at knuckleheadsofliberty.com.